Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 837, baby. We got a 2021 Indian behind us, man. Oh, she's a stock one, but she is a little pretty, ain't she? I tell you what, man, uh, yeah, Indians really nudging at me, please come pick me one up, please, it's a scout, uh, this is Maika Apex's, uh, motorcycle right there, great one, my man, great one, beautiful stuff, and yes, we feature all kinds of bikes, so get yours in at info at insanethreadlebikernews.com, don't forget the second half of the show, stay tuned right here, and you'll be breaking over there. Anyway, today, I wanted to spend some time on this story. I was actually going to do it yesterday. But this one has to deal with two riders. Well, a passenger and a guy riding in front. And his name is, and the reason why I want to cover this one is because he's a nationally known tattoo artist. His name is Jason uh, Rigstad. And his daughter-in-law wrote into me. And I was like, damn, man. Really? Motorcycle accidents are getting worse and worse. And what's even worse about that is the hit and runs. We got a story I'm going to cover on that as well, but this one, I guess the car pulled out in front of them, or truck. They were both ejected from the bike. The driver refused to do a blood alcohol test, and the family has been having nothing but issues trying to get justice in this case. Let me read you uh, the email. Hi, my name is Terry. My father-in-law, Jason uh, Rigstad, uh, and of course, uh, you can Google him. He is nationally known. And his girlfriend were out riding their bike on April 26th of 2022 in Abilene, Texas, and a truck who's seen them tried to rush across the highway because he thought he was more important. The bike and truck collided and Jason and Rebecca were ejected from the bike and died on impact. So sorry to hear that. The man who hit them refused a blood test. The police said they did not expect him to be under the influence. Well, that's funny. It's still your job to check them. The man who hit them refused the blood test again. The police said they did not expect him to be under the influence. But this man has posted all over social media about how he is a hardcore alcoholic and he didn't even start to try to get sober until a month after he killed two people because his wife left him. Sounds like a douchebag, doesn't it? 
a loser who has no business on the street. If the cops see that post or saw it, why isn't anything being done? He admitted it. It's CYA. That's what's going on. Because they could have done something at the accident scene or pulled his ass in and did a blood test from there. The crash report is out. It states that the truck was in the wrong and the police department has not made an arrest and said it could be years before they do. Wonder what else they got on their plate that they can't take care of a situation like this. But isn't that law enforcement always dragging their feet, but when they're held to the fire, they cry and whine and moan? The Attorney General has shut us down, and no lawyer in the state of Texas will take the case. I would suggest, Terry, to get in touch of, and I wish I had his name, uh, Stubbs, or uh, Law Tigers, uh, they're real good, or a Confederation of Club uh, type of lawyer. But get a hold of Law Tigers, see where they'll uh, get you on something like this. I had uh, somebody comment on my post explaining everything who said to contact you. You might be able to help get the word out and see if we can get the police department on a roll. I, I, you know what? I really hope for you uh, that we can uh, get the word out there for you. It is a sad stuff. Let's go over and put some faces to... Yeah, I'm selling my boulevard. <laughs> uh Put some faces to this. There is Rebecca, and there is Jason. A lot of people, when they see this in the news, or hear it in the news, it don't hit them, because they don't see the person. And here they are, it looks like, you know, a great couple right there. You can tell he's a tattoo artist. And... Working on a bike. Working on a bike. There, again, is uh, Jason and Rebecca. Now, I wonder, though, because i seen on this, if this is the truck that was involved in the accident. I can't say for sure it's on the Justice for uh, Jason and Rebecca page, but if it is... That is holy cow screwed up. And you're going to tell me that the cops can't do anything about this? Let's see what else they got here. Uh, there's some more pictures of them. These are living, breathing people that got killed because some driver thought it was more important to get across the lane. And the cops didn't feel like it was important enough to do a blood test for the family. They look like a wonderful couple there. Uh, they really do. That looks like the motorcycle right there. Uh, let's see here. They were uh, messing with them. It looks like uh, Facebook was. Let me see if the, there's a picture of what looks like the motorcycle. So if any of the attorneys are out there listening, get a hold of them, would you? 
it looks like they need a lot of help with this situation. It looks like they're getting jacked around by the police and the attorneys. Yes, it looks like that. So help them out. Let's get them uh, some justice, everybody. Uh, again, justice for... Uh, let me get back to that. Uh, I'll put the links in the uh, description box for y'all. Um, sad state of affairs. Anyway, let's go to the next story. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in the second half of the show with uh, China now. Yes. United States, we have it pretty cool. But damn, you go over to Europe, they have a whole different way of thinking about stuff. They'll just ban your ass when they feel like you're a scumbag. We know this has happened to the banditos out there. We know it's happened to the angels out there. I'm talking where they come and ban your ass. They don't give you a second chance. Hell no, they'll go in there and ban you, send the cops in, and start shutting you down. They're crazy over in Europe. Crazy. We thought we had it bad here in the United States? No, we don't. No, we don't have it as bad as they do. They're, all, they're right on par with Australia with their stupid bikey laws. But anyway, here's what we got here. And this is out of Reuters. Germany raids bans the Hells Angels rival United Tribuns. Watch, I screwed that one up. I guaranteed I screwed that one up. Uh, I'll just call them United, man. So, you know, no disrespect, but hooked on Phonics Hollywood. Uh, Germany banned the United uh, Tribunes. Uh, Let's call it that one. A rival to the Hells Angel motorcycle gang saying the group posted a serious public threat and was responsible for a raft of violent crimes. It, it never ceases to amaze me with these cops when they do something like this. You would think you wouldn't want to know who's a part of the organization if you're on their ass. Because the patches tell you. When you take off those patches, because they're just not going to stop. You don't know who the hell they are. So your reasoning for doing something like this is ass nine, if you ask me. Now, cops searched 108 properties in nine states in tandem with the announcement of the ban, confiscating weapons including baseball bats, machetes, brass knuckles, a 3D printer, I guess, is bad now to have, that was believed to be used to produce the knuckles. Well, they didn't have, uh, they, they took away a baseball bat? You can't play baseball over in Germany now? Machetes, you got a lot of woods over there. Brass knuckles, come on, it's dangerous out there, out there in Germany. Come on, you got a war going on right next to you. Have to be prepared. The interior minister said the ban affected about 100 members of the group in Germany. The group, as well as its 13 chapters, will be dissolved and their assets seized. Interesting. They can just do that, man, whenever they feel like it. Unreal. 
Set seized. Man, I'd be hiding everything right now. Hiding everything. Uh, quote, members of the United, uh, I'm just going to call them the United, okay? Group have committed the most serious crimes, sexual offenses, human trafficking offenses, attempted murder. Uh, this is Interior Minister Nancy Fazer said in a statement. That's why I have banned the United Tribune. What? How can you do it? Interior Minister, uh, that's why I have banned. Don't you guys have any courts over there or anything? Now, it was formed by a Bosnian boxer who was interested in martial arts and fitness, but the Interior Minister says the group strives for power on the gang scene. So, yeah, man, they, like, outright banned them. They said, uh-uh, we're taking your shit. Unbelievable, man. Uh, you know what? Thank God we live in a good U.S. of A. Even though, you know, Australia and Canada have to be right up there with Europe. I don't know if it's because of their traditions that are thousands of years old or something like that. But they just think different than us. Unreal. China Dow is going to be joining us right now. Stay right here. You're going to be taking over to the second part of the show. Uh, make sure you subscribe to that channel and also hit the like and uh, the bell over there. That way it does automatically play for you. If not, you have to take the X step to push play. Make sure you do it. Rock on. Stay tuned for, for the second, second half, half of this show. show. Motorcycle, Motorcycle Madhouse Morning, Morning Man. China Dow's coming, coming in the studio, studio right now. Rock on. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. It is what now? Thirsty Thursday? Yeah. Thirsty Thursday, everybody get your beers ready. I know it's a little early this morning. Yeah, and you screwed up and you dropped your show a little too early this morning. Uh, you know what? I don't know what the hell I was thinking, man. Usually it's easy. Boom. It's all set up ready for me. Yeah, you screwed up. But today. something happened. Oh, no. It no. like went on at five o'clock this morning or I was like, what the hell just happened here? Forgot to set the time. Yeah, I did. I think I forgot. Duh. It must have been that cool air last night. That knocked me out, man, because it was beautiful last night. You were asleep before I got home from work. Oh, hell yeah, man. You you get that little chill in the air, and here I got fans on and everything else. It was like living in freaking paradise. You, you would have been freezing. I was freezing. I need more blankets in my room. No, I don't think you need more blankets. Yes, I do. Later on, we're going to be talking about uh, Jason and Rebecca that story really hit me in the first video and that had he he was a nationally known tattoo artist nationally freaking known and a guy who had a history of drunk driving pulled out in front of him and both Jason and Rebecca were killed they didn't do a blood alcohol test at the scene because the cops said that, well, we don't think he's impaired. Well, how do you know he's not impaired if you don't check him? This is an accident. People are dead. 
I thought that was protocol to do it anyway. You would think. Now, this is this was in Texas. But why wouldn't you do... You know, I, I don't understand that. I really do not. Uh, Panhead, yeah, it came on at 12. My, damn. I must have not have hit it right. I ain't going to be up like that to do the show. Hell no. no. Too early. So today, we're going to be talking about meddling. Yes, we have to talk about this subject. And the reason why I want to talk about this subject is there was an incident and it kind of had me screwed up, even though I was pissed off about it. It had to do with my daughter, my son-in-law, and the grandbabies. Now, you already know I have not much love for the kid. Your son-in-law? Yeah, I don't have much love. No, none. But at the same time, what happened was he was out with his fucking friends. Yep. And he didn't get home on time to watch the kids so my daughter could go pick up the other grandbabies. From school. So she calls dad. I run over there. She calls dad. She didn't call me. She don't want to call you because you're a bitch to her. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're a bitch to her. Wow. Now, this is my eldest daughter, my firstborn. She calls, hey, dad, can you come over? This is what happened. So I go over, you know, start watching the kids. I freaked out a little bit because my grandson with the spina bifida and stuff. And all I heard was beeping. Here I am trying to put on this oxygen thing and it wouldn't work. So, you know, I was getting flustered. And sitting there telling little cub, hey, you know what? Grandpa's an idiot. I can't get this to work. And he shook his head, so I think he agreed with me. Yeah, I think he did. So the prick comes home right before she did. So I said, you know what? You got this, man. I got to go. And then I come home, and you come up to me and said, well, what did you say to him? And this is where me and you fight all the time. Yeah. Because I'm like, did you say anything to him? I, you know what? You, you were around my grandmother. Yeah. Hardcore Italian. Yeah. And one thing that she passed down to me and all of us brothers was you never get involved in a marriage. So you're always angry at me when I don't get involved in their stuff. Because he's an idiot. But that ain't my place. It is when your daughter continuously calls you about it. No, all I can do is give her support. And, you know, I don't give advice. I give support. Because advice coming from me, it's not my marriage. Unless it becomes physical, then there's nothing I'm going to do about it. And I know it pisses you off. Yeah, it does, because I think that kid needs his ass whooped. Okay, but that's up to her to handle that. Yeah, well, she's kind of hinted. I don't care about hinted. Oh, until she actually comes out and asks you? Even then, I'm going to say no. That's your marriage. You're supposed to be dealing with it, not me. You chose to go up to the aisle... You chose to marry him. 
twice. That's your responsibility. Marriages get fucked up because outside people are always into it. That's what screws them up. So why would I go to my daughter who's in her 30s? She's just 30. She just turned 30? Damn. She turned 30 in August. Damn, that's messed up. Uh, I didn't even know she was. I thought she was in her 30s. They're both 30 years old. Okay, both, both 30. Yeah. Why should I go up to an adult and tell them how to live? I think it's different because it's your daughter. Okay, and? You need to voice. Why is it different with my daughter than it is with anybody else? I think it's different with your daughter because of the fact that she's got the five grandkids. And I always look and out for the grandkids. you got to look out for the grandkids and because I do. their dad is an idiot. That's fine, but I do look out for the grandkids. But why should I insert myself into their arguments? I'm not saying insert yourself in the arguments. I'm saying just give them a can of whoop ass and call it a day. But is that going to change anything or is it going to make it worse? I don't know. With that kid, it can go either way. But do you know where, I, where yeah, I'm coming I get, from? I totally get where you're coming from. So if it's going to make it worse for my daughter, why so would instead, I do that? So instead, we'll sit at home and talk about it. Well, that's a or private bit, conversation. Or, or bitch about it. Yeah, that's a private conversation. Like, when is she going to wake up? That You know what? You women are different than men. I hope so in this aspect. Women can afford to do that kind of stuff. But what is it teaching my daughter if I have to come to her rescue all the time? You go to her rescue all the time and then in all other ways. Why not that aspect? Because that's meddling at that point. And then they get pissed off at you when you try to give them advice. It always happens that way. Always. Was I pissed off that I had to go over there? I was left with Little Cub because I don't know any of that medical shit. And I was getting flustered by that damn beeping from the O2 thing. From the sensor? Yeah, I would have loved to say something. But my grandmother was right. You don't fucking meddle. And you know where that came from? What? Not only is it an Italian type of, how can I say it? That's within Italian culture. But it came to the forefront with my grandmother. Because of what happened. What happened was my grandmother is Full 100% hardcore Napoleon from Naples, her family. She was actually first generation American. Her mother was from Naples, her father from Rome. 100%. So they come over on the boat, legally, by the way. And my uncle. Uncle James. <laughs> there's too many Jameses in your family. Oh, man, there's Johns, there's Tonys. Uh, I don't want to get into it. Anyway, she decided to marry my grandfather. Who is 100% German. 100 fucking percent German. I'm talking goose-stepping and everything. Okay? She jumped the nationality border. And that is something you did not do. No. 
not in their day and age and not where, because I think my grandfather's uh, father and mother were Americans that came or Germans that came over on the boat. Yeah. You know, my grandfather didn't get to serve in the uh, army. He was in prison. I love it. The the thing he pulled off, I ain't going to talk about. No, that, let's though. go. Let's skip. Yeah, that. I'm not going to. I'm going to skip that. So when they married each other, the my great grandmother wouldn't stay out of their fucking marriage. Didn't take her own advice. And what it did was cause such a schism within the family that my grandmother was disowned from all the properties in Naples and all that stuff because she married a German and when she had enough, she told their mother and my great grandmother said, you know what? We have nothing for you. You married a German, you married outside our Italian heritage. See how ugly it could get just by getting involved in a marriage. And that ever since then, when my grandmother was alive, she would look at me, my brothers, and say, don't get involved in other people's stuff. Okay, so do you consider it meddling and getting involved if, like, the one day when I was over there and he was on his computer and I asked him flat out, is that all you freaking do? No, I don't consider that meddling. Because and of the fact that he's got kids that are pl- trying to play with him on. And that's to, something entirely and, different. And they're like, Dad, Dad, come do this, come do this. And then I'm, and he's just sitting there on his computer the whole freaking time. And I'm like, dude, is that all you do all day? But and when it comes to going and trying to give advice, that's when the meddling starts. I mean, instead of if doing- you go up to my daughter, yeah, you should do this and you should do that. No, I don't do that to her. You have. No, I don't tell her that. You have. I tell her that she needs to have a conversation with him. But obviously, when she does, it goes in one ear and out the other. So then it's her choice if she wants to stay in that kind of situation. She makes up her mind. Not where a little bird chips in her ear. I always just tell her she needs to tell him that he needs to do what he's supposed to do. But I never understood, because I am actually kind of confused, <clears throat> why you get so upset when I say, no, I'm not going to do that. I can't. I've heard it from a lot of people. Her brothers, sisters, and I always have the same thing. You don't do that. Now, I know I have a lot of old values and stuff when it comes to that. Dirty Nab says you can go online and surprise and roll him in the army. <laughs> <laughs> Tempting. Tempting. But I think that's what's wrong with a lot of relationships out there nowadays is people want to meddle. Yeah. And you got to tell them, back the fuck off. What happens when you tell them to back the fuck off and they don't? Then you get them out of your life. That's exactly what my grandmother did. She didn't want to keep on hearing that he is a German piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. She told uh, my great-grandmother to go to hell. 
and then she was disowned. She got him out of her life. That's an extreme example. <laughs> but that's also where you're looking at the 1930s and 1940s when you're a first-gen American, where you come off the boat where there's a totally different way of thinking over in Italy. But if you can't tell somebody, hey, shut the fuck up, not your business, then get the fuck out of my life. Very simple. Now, do you think I want to have my daughter do that to me because I'm giving advice or do it to you? No. You don't want it to get it that far. You don't want it to get that far. But that's usually where it's going to go. What do you think? Seriously, what do you think about the points I just brought up? I know it's hard for you because you care. Yeah, too much. You care too much, but do you see where I'm coming from? Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I do. I, I do see where you're coming from. But I don't know. I don't okay, even... there's a but. What's the but? Well, like as far as like your, you know, your your oldest and her loser husband, as I call him, uh, I just want to sometimes choke the living shit out of him. <laughs> oh, there's no problem with you know doing or, it in your head, uh, you know, I'll away from the punch him or something. <laughs> now, do you think my uh, daughter would appreciate it if we said, you know what, go fuck yourself with this guy? Oh, it's not like I'm going to take myself out of the equation, like, oh, from her. Right. Because of him. Because that's probably what he wants. So if that's what he wants, that's up to her to he decide probably, that. He probably wants it to where she doesn't talk to us as much, in my opinion. And that never happens because she calls daddy all the time. Mm -hmm. Calls us all the time. Well, she'll, she'll pop up at my work. On occasion, too. Right. So that can that has to show you how much trust that she has in you. Yeah, you, and the things that she tells me about him, I don't turn around and go back to him and say nothing. And the things that, you know, she... <laughs> everything that she tells me, I mean, it's like I have a lot of things running around in my head when she tells me it. But it's like... When she talks about it, I mean, I basically just sit there and listen. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I give my opinion, but I don't tell her this is what you should do. I mean, I give my opinion. Now, there's a couple people in Chad, Geo, and uh, see here, Dog, my boy, saying that he needs a coming to Jesus talk. Do you think that would solve anything? Or do you think it would piss my daughter off? I think, well, there's two ways that that would go. One, it would piss your daughter off to a point. Because my daughter, she goes to you. She don't want me knowing anything. No, she always tells me don't tell my dad. Why do you think that is? Because a lot of the things that she tells me, if I told you, you would whoop his ass. So she goes to you for confidence. Yeah, and she gets it. That's where I don't understand why you would ruin that connection. Oh, I'm not going to. 
And I've told her, and I've told him, straight up, don't bring me into your marriage. Because I have nothing to say. It's not my place. Unless she gets hurt. Yeah. That is my place. Then he'll be wrapped up in the bottom of a quarry. But she comes to you because she don't go to her mother. And that's one of the reasons why when I do go over to see the grandkids and they're both there, um, I leave our son at home. Because our son is like you. He has no filter. And if he sees or hears, like, if he, if our lovely son-in-law raises his voice to his sister. Oh, my, my. Corey will pummel him. He'll fuck him up. <laughs> Just by raising his voice. But that's a brother-sister thing. So the thing is, but, but see, that kind of is disappointing, though, because with that in mind, he barely goes to see the sis- his sister and he barely goes to see his nieces and nephew because of the fact that he knows he might cross that line. Now, Morbick says, see, this is a very good conversation here. Morbick says, uh, and I like what Gio says, do you think she don't want she don't want dad to know because she knows dad would be disappointed? I'd never be disappointed in the kids. I don't think so much that she he'd be disappointed in the things that she's told me. I think he, he'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. He won't be disappointed. Even if I get pissed off, I won't get involved. I refuse. Yeah, he Hollywood flat out refuses to step into anything that has to do with his daughter and or anybody son. else's relationship because it's nothing but drama, and it's not my place to fix their problems. I mean, in my personal opinion, I have a feeling where eventually their their relationships gonna go. But well, then it's that's up, my opinion. It's up that's to not her to what smart it might it's up to her to smarten up, not me. Yeah. Morbic, I don't get into my kids' business unless I'm asked to, or if someone can't keep their hands to the sub. That's the only way I'll jump. The only way Hollywood's going to jump in is if his if she's physically being harmed. That's other than that. That's Hollywood, a no-brainer. He won't say nothing. I'll go there and I'll mouth off to the son-in-law mm. all the time. But I believe, but my- it's in a different tactic that I do it. I don't say like, you know what your wife told me. No, I don't do that crap. I physically see the shit that he's doing, which ninety nine percent of the time is him just literally sitting and playing a freaking video game for hours on end. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm gonna mouth off and be like, you know, you got kids here that you play with. Well, I wouldn't expect any less from you. Now, Morbick, that's where I, I, now my kids call or come talk to me all the time and ask for advice. They can ask me for advice on anything else other than their marriage. Anything else in the world, they can come talk to me. But when it comes to that marriage and that relationship, it's not happening with me. I know things have changed. Trust me, I'm, I hear that all the damn time. But maybe you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Because what's that doing for me if I go out there and piss off my daughter? Less chance of seeing the grandbabies. Exactly. When she's able to figure out her own stuff, 
And this can go for any relationship. Because I know you don't like getting in friends' relationships. No. So what's the difference, then? Mm -mm. What's the difference? I I can't stand getting stuck in the middle of people's shit. But I I hate it. I hate... I literally just walk away from it because I'm like, you know, I don't want to get involved. But what's the difference between my daughter's situation... Because she's like my daughter. And you feel like you got to be mama lioness. Yeah. I got to protect. But does that actually help anything? No. No, it doesn't help because I know her choice is the end choice. What Mm -hmm. she chooses to do is what she chooses to do. And yeah, I'm going to be behind her. But at the same time in my head, I'm going to be fighting the fact that some choices need to be different. And it's hard for you, I gotta admit, because you're bipolar. <laughs> especially if I'm in a moment. Yeah, especially if you're in a moment. But I think that's what she really loves about you, because that kid is enamored by you. Even though you give her hell, she is enamored with you. She considers you the real mother, and not her own mother. Yeah, she's she's actually because you give it to her straight. She's one of the uh, out of the three that are my stepkids. She's the only one that calls me mom. Hmm. Well, one of the other one did too, but he ain't around. Well, Jimmy did all the time. Yeah, but he ain't here. Yeah, he's in prison right now. But he asks about you all the time. So you being the stepmother. You have everybody thinks that step parents are wicked, right? But you're actually more of a hero to them than their own mother because she's actually told me, I don't know how many numerous times that I've done more for her than her mom ever has. And I think Terry, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Jason and Rebecca the second half, but uh, Terry is the I believe stepdaughter of or uh, daughter-in-law of Jason. She says eventually one of the kids will come and talk to her about the situation that will open her eyes. I did it with my parents. Now, the thing that we have is we got a little brother, my youngest, that wants to destroy him. Yeah. But he knows how to back off because he knows he wants to hurt him. But he does, when he's around, never let him talk stupid. Yeah. And I think that's one thing I was able to pass along to my sons, especially my youngest and the one in prison, is you do not let nobody fuck with your sisters. Yeah. You don't even freaking... And his and as far as our youngest is, is his, his easiest way to avoid the situation is just not go around. Not be there. Which is hurtful at the same time. And one of the things that I regret as a parent with my boy, and because me, he's he's right there with me. He is on the same level as me. He thought like me, still thinks like me. And Rob's right. Being a step parent is hard because there are a lot of times where she'll come to me with stuff and any of the stepkids would at any time. They'll come to me with stuff and then... I'll give my opinion and be like, well, then they get mad. 
Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, well, you're not my mom. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, here we go. But at the same time, they'll come back five minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. But you got to admit. None of them have ever apologized for that. They just come back and keep talking. But you have to admit, my son that's in prison right now, he went a little too far and try. he protects his, you know, brothers and sisters. Yeah. So that attitude ended up. He ended putting up him where he's at. Yeah, putting him where but he's he was, at. And for everybody's knowledge, he wasn't protecting a sibling. No, he was when protect, he, he was protecting else. someone else, and he, that's why he's where he's at. Yeah, it he, has nothing to do with his siblings. Just to put that and make that clear. But at the same time, you've seen him do it. Yeah, and that's where we had to back him off because. Once but the he problem, got, the problem, which is sad, um, like our two mm-hmm. don't want to. They don't want to get involved. They don't want to have anything. But to do with you it. have to admit the biggest thing that we did as parents was the kids will look out for each other. Yeah. A lot of other kids. and and it and it's not so much it's not so much all the kids though. I to be honest with you, and this is just from a mother's perspective and what I have noticed, it's the youngest, our youngest, which mm. is the youngest of all the kids, all five. He looks out for all of them. He does, and I think that's because point. he's to caught on, you know, because I always tell him, something happens to me, you're the one that's got to step up. I tell him that all the time. You got to take care of your mother. You got to take care of your sisters because you're going to be the man of the house because your brother's in prison. There's nothing he can do. And, and your the, other brother is, we don't even know where he is. Exactly. And... My son in prison, he ain't going to be around until I'm dead. Yeah. He's going to, he, I think his release date's 2045 or some shit like that. It's in the 40 and it's in 2040 something. Yeah. yeah. He ain't going to be out. He ain't going to be out because he, he's got 100%. Yep. So it's no gonna, day for a day crap. It's 100%. So it's going to end up being where our youngest has to take care of the problems. And I believe he's caught on to the fact that don't bring the problems to him. Yeah. As far as a relationship is concerned. Mm -hmm. Well, there's been a few times where our the oldest daughter, uh, yeah, she'll she'll be like, she'd ask me why he doesn't come around, mm. and I said I think it'd be different. I mean, if you come, if she comes here with the kids, he's out all he's, about. He's out here with the kids. If the kids are here, he's out with the kids. It's when her husband is around. He will not come around because he can't hold his temper. No. And that because... was one of the problems with my kid in jail. He, he couldn't hold his temper. Somebody was fucking around with his girlfriend. He beat him to death and ended up in prison. He didn't know when to stop. <laughs> uh, that's a whole different story. Maybe one day I'll tell you that, but I think this uh, this was a very good discussion. I think everybody. I mean, it's like you need to know your boundaries, and you need to set boundaries with family members, and you need to, and, and family members need to be respectful when you set those boundaries. Mm. Like if you ask somebody, you know, to back off, they need to have the respect for you as a person, no matter what their feelings are, to back off. Mm -hmm. Because in my opinion, if they don't back off, they have no respect for you at all. Agreed. But I want to go into this next story. And I don't know anything about this story, so. Uh, you know what? Because your show played at midnight. 
Yeah, oh, I don't play know. That fucking midnight here. Normally, if it plays on time, I watch it while well, we're setting up. Let me see up. if I can bring this uh, up really quick. Uh, this has morning, to, Big Red. You know, you know that I used to tattoo. Yes, I used to own Duh. shops. Yeah, and this one really hit me because he was a tattoo artist, and he was a well-known tattoo artist. Jason, and I showed pictures of the two, because a lot of times on my news show, you don't get to see the people that I talk about. But this one, I got to show them who they were and that they were actually real people. Mm -hmm. They were really motorcycle enthusiasts or bikers whatever you want to say that from what I gather from the pictures because they were so happy so happy you can see it in the pictures and in one split second you had a guy pull out in front of them and there's nothing that they could do and Terry is in the chat room if you want to talk with her. They ended up dying. The perfect, it looked like a great couple. They ended up dying. And now, according to Terry, the cops said there might not be any arrest for a couple years. Well, wait a second here. Time out. What do you mean? There ain't going to be any arrest. You would think if there was a vehicle accident, one of the first things they're going to do is check their alcohol level. Their blood alcohol level. Yeah, 100%. Now, I thought that happens in every state, but I know in Illinois it does. In Illinois it does. Wisconsin, if you it does. kill somebody in Illinois or Wisconsin in a, be, uh, a vehicle accident, the first thing they do is not ask you. They they're check. taking that blood. They have you do breathalyzer. Once you go to the hospital, they have your blood drawn. Exactly. And then they find out what's going on. Make sure that the level. They didn't even do that in this case. The cops came out and said, well, we don't think he's drunk. Well, wait a second. How are you going to prove that unless you pull out a breathalyzer? This guy pulled out in front of somebody and killed these two on a motorcycle. How are you going to tell me you know what the hell's going on? What if he had some drugs in his system? What if he was hopped up on freaking uh, heroin? What if he was hopped up on coke? What if he was on those new meth? The new the what if he was on the, ones. What if he was on the meth? You can't sit here. It's just like that shit out of New Hampshire. The dude was fucked up. They knew he had a history of freaking drug use. Yes, he got his day in court. Yes, they got him, uh, you know, off on it. But they knew, and the judge did not allow that evidence into the case where he had the history of that shit. Yeah. But in this case... The accident just happened, and the cops refused the breathalyzer. 
They refused to give him one. They refused to get his blood. Two people just died because of this guy's actions. And the police report says point blank that he was at fault. So if he's at fault, why ain't you taking the steps to fix this? And the, you know what? I wonder if it's because he was a biker. You have to ask yourself that. Because Texas are a bunch of son of a bitches when it comes to bikers. Oh, they're so bad. They're, I think they're one of the worst places for profiling. Now, is it because Jason had the look of an old-time scooter tramp with the tattoos? Rebecca, the same thing. They didn't matter? They didn't matter that they just lost their lives? It didn't matter that they got family members? You can't take the time, you damn Texas cops, to do a complete investigation of why they died? See, the reason why... Please I'm... tell me it's considered an open case and they haven't closed this. That I don't know. You would have to ask Terry. Terry, if you're still in there, can you let me know? Now, they went to the DA. Nothing from him. They've gone to lawyers. And nothing from them. And I suggest go on the law tigers on this one. Because they are pretty good at this kind of shit. Go to Wild Tigers and have them bring it out in a civil case. Because civil cases get the information and get it to the DA. And if he still doesn't do anything, because I know in Texas they all know each other down there. Terry says, screw Texas. You're damn right. You all know in Texas these cops, uh, Abel Reyna who was the Waco guy that charged all them people. He was corrupt as a uh, corrupt as corrupt, but he knew the judge. His family knew the judge. Is that the case here? Where there ain't going to be any justice for this family? Now was this, okay, here's my question. The person that hit the ones on the butt. He pulled out in front of them. Okay. He pulled out in front of them. Is he someone important? Well, you got in the state of Texas that he's getting away with this. Well, you know that's a good question. And another question would be: Is uh, according to the family, this cocksucker on was on Facebook admitting he was an alcoholic? Terry says that they said it's an open investigation. Well, then hopefully well, on the downfall of it, I would be calling them bastards every day. Now in the downfall, here's the downfall. This is this is where it's the sad part. It is continued cons, considered still an open investigation, but now it's too late to test his. Oh, it's levels. too late to get any evidence. It's too late to get evidence to prove he was impaired. Because now it's all based on eyewitness testimony. And now that they can't get him for being impaired, was it done on purpose? Well, I guess that he was in a hurry. That's what I'm hearing from Terry. He was in a... You know how you crossed the, the two-lane highway? Yeah. That's how it happened. He pulled out, and it was too late to break, and they hit. 
that's why I worry like a motherfucker when you're on the back of my bike. I like ride like a grandmother when you're on the back of a bike with me. Because if I go down, it's one thing. But if you go down, I think you're the one in this family that holds everybody together. Um, the glue? You're the glue. You're the one that really takes care of all these kids and grandkids. So if I go and get hit, I get thrown in a river. Morbick, I agree. They jacked the investigation right off the bat. Yeah, they jacked. Okay, yeah, Morbick. I agree with they that. They jacked the investigation right off the bat. 100% agree with that. But because was it now, there, now there's no evidence. Well, the only evidence they probably have is eyewitness. an accident reconstruction and eyewitnesses. You do not have their blood alcohol. No. You do not know if he was impaired. And for the cops to just say flat out, he's fine. How do you frick? You don't know. Test is shit. Now it's too late. Now it's, it's too late. So that's why it's going to be an open investigation. And this guy was an artist. I seen his shit. I'm talking. He was tattoo uh, convention. Terry, I call them every day and they don't answer. We have asked the purpose question too. It's all sketchy. Maybe I should call them motherfuckers. <laughs> Terry, Terry's saying that like, cause I made the statement a little bit ago about how was it done on purpose? Meaning mm. did he know Jason and hit him for a reason? Well, that could be a very good question. There, there's so many questions. And the only there. person that can answer that would be the driver himself. Mm-hmm. And Jason, which who unfortunately rest in peace is not here. What's worse is not only did that guy take him, but he took Rebecca. And that is the dangers of when you ride together. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I was always under the impression because it was the way I was taught. Women shouldn't ride their own motorcycle. But now there's more women. There's about as many women riding there on their own. Yeah, but if you have a woman on their own bike, it could have saved people. Uh, That's a question you got to ask. I don't think that's even that even makes a point for this situation. Well, no. What do you think they should do now? And why isn't any lawyer taking on this? As far as this is taken care of? Mm hmm. Now, Mikey, what's up, Mike? (laughs) Better late than never. He was in an accident. Who? And I, Mike, yeah, Mike Ball was in an accident. He's a real inspiration, by the way. He lost his leg. And I would wonder what he would think it is, uh, Mike. Uh, We're talking about Jason and Rebecca. They, uh, a truck drove straight in front of them. They hit. They passed away, and the cops didn't even take the time to do a blood alcohol or a drug test on this guy. Well, they better be doing some sort of reconstruction of the accident. They better be asking questions. They better grill this driver like there is no tomorrow to find out if there's any sort of connection between the driver that hit them and as far as Jason's concerned to see if there's a connection between those two. 
Now, I wonder if the assholes... And if there's no connection, then you can obviously put that right out. And Mike said she was hammered drunk. The person that hit Mike. The person that hit Mike. But what happened to her as being a drunk? And the person that hit him never went to jail. Uh, What kind of shit is that? And I see that all the time in these motorcycle accidents. Yeah, why, why is it when it's with a motorcycle... More than half the time, the person that causes the accident is a cager, and nothing happens to them. Not a thing. But if it's two cars, the person that causes it, and there's a death in, say, the other car. Oh, they'll investigate the shit They'll investigate it, and the person that was at fault gets in trouble. Morbid. Okay. I think that's true on an aspect. People think that. What's that? He says, because we're not real people. Because that's, that's how the way hate. Some, but that's how people look at it, and I think it's pathetic and it's depressing. And in my opinion, coming from somebody that you know, until Hollywood, I was never on bikes. Hmm. Well, once, but other than that, never on bikes. And I was always a cager. And even even in my car or driving his truck, I always give space. Because I know for bikes. Well, you're watching out. I'm watching out for bikes more than I'm watching out for cagers. But at the same time, I think bikers and tattoo artists you already are, seen how that are is. more real, are, are the most real people I have ever met in my entire life. Very well Coming said. from where I grew up, they're all fake. Mm-hmm. But bikers and tattoo artists, and a lot of them roll together. A lot of bikers are tattoo artists. Exactly. Are more of a real kind of person than anybody else. Now, Ribbits, woman hit him two years ago. She was in a cage and on her phone at the time. Cops arrived, and because she was crying and he was heavily tattooed, they breathalyzed him. Not her. And uh, he was the one that got hit. Which is pathetic. To me, right there, that's profiling. And the profiling shit needs to freaking stop. Just like everybody says, bikers are human too. And people need to, these cops need to freaking stop with this assuming shit with bikers. Very well They need said. to stop. In Mike's case, uh, she was drunker than a skunk, uh, T-boned uh, broadside, and uh, severed his leg at the scene. But he took tragedy into an opportunity to really help people. That's uh, Jesus. That's something that's admirable. Uh, he's more lucky than most. It wasn't just my leg. My head uh, was the first to make impact from plying. Uh, he hit his uh, head on the curve, broke his back, couldn't move my arms. So he had a long process. But she didn't go to jail. And in, in this case with Jason and Rebecca, this guy better it's, go an to open, jail. it's an open case. Come on, this is vehicular manslaughter at the very least. My ball said he, he tourniquet myself. He had to... 
couldn't move his own arms to tourniquet himself. Man. <laughs> was there, I have to ask myself, was there anybody on the scene of Jason and Rebecca? That would help. That, that would help, help. That helped. Did anybody help? Or did just people just take video? Like they're doing nowadays. Yeah, just take video. Don't do nothing to help people. And if that's the case, then guess what? Guess what? I'd take whoever was what whoever was there at the time and take their damn phones. Oh, you're damn right. Because that's, that's how much part you want to bet. How much you want to bet? Somebody got the whole incident on a freaking phone. You want to bet? I bet. Oh, you. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. The way people are nowadays, all they do is video shit. They don't want to get involved, but let's videotape it. And what was even more weird was the fact when I did look at the pictures, there was this truck. It wasn't the one that was in an accident, but it was one before that he got in an accident with while he was drunk. And what's even more sad is a situation like Mike's or a situation like uh, this one that we're talking about is they're going to be released. No bail. No bail. But you at least to think... That's why I think I have so many problems with cops. It's because they do look at bikers like jackasses. They do look at bikers as subhuman. Now, I'm talking bikers. I ain't talking about rubbers, okay? <laughs> I'm not talking about them because God knows they'll go out and support them for every damn thing they do. I do believe, yes, you need freaking cops to keep peace. But at the same time, they have this attitude that they're taught right from the academy that bikers are bad. If you're heavily tattooed and you're in a motorcycle accident, well, who cares? Well, there's family that them people have. They're brothers, they're sisters. Now, Mike did put that. There you go. I tried multiple times. I couldn't have had a lucky godsend of a random person that came up and tourniqueted me. I told him, I'm going to die. I'm bleeding out way too fast. He said, not today. God bless. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. So there is some people out there that have some kind of freaking morals. Ribix, yeah, cops don't care about bikers, and most people would just drive past an accident and assuming the biker was at fault because of the way we look. God, Mike, I hope you're still in touch with that person. <laughs> just saying. Now, see, when I'm driving down the road in my little car, my little G6, mm. If I ever see bikes off on the side of the road, you stop. I either stop or I'll go slow and give a thumbs up to see if they're okay. Right. You know, and it's like it and I, I'm I'm gonna say I, I guess I'm I'm lucky I have not witnessed except one way back when, a motorcycle accident like a car hitting somebody or whatever. Because if I did, I tell you what, I'd be one of the first ones to pull over to help. You are you know what, Rivix? I used to do that. I used to do that 100%. Uh, he turns away cops if they come into the shop for tattoos. I used to turn them away all the time. 
You would only tattoo firefighters. I would only tattoo firefighters. Yep. But cops, I would tell them you're not welcome here. Mm -hmm. And even when you and I are out on the bike, when we see people on bikes on the side of the road, and I've had, we've had people do that to us too. When we've pulled over just to have a cigarette, you know, when we're out riding, people come past, guys on bikes will come past and give us a thumbs up. We give them a thumbs up. We're just, eh, we're just smoking. That's because bikers <laughs> only have each other. And it, shouldn't, and it shouldn't be that bikers can only depend on bikers. Bikers are just like everybody else. They have families. They have kids. Wake the fuck up, America. And do like you would do if you see a car accident and help people out, whether it's a biker or not. Mm -hmm. You could save somebody's freaking life for being on that scene. Like in Mike's situation, that person was a guardian angel. And I, you know what? I even love what he said. Not today. Not today. It's awesome. Uh, Big Red, I was in a, a, the passenger in a cage. We got pulled over and the cops treated him like I was some fuck. Total dickheads, all the questions, running records, talking shit about his club. That's the way they all do. Well, that's just like when, when, our, when, when uh, our kids were little. Our son was probably under the age of two. Our daughter was between seven and nine. And I got pulled over in the town that we lived in because the car I was driving was registered to Hollywood. Yeah, it was. I remember that. And yeah, the they cop scared the shit out of you. The cop walks up. Mind you, it's just me with two babies in the car. And this cop pulls me over and ha un unclips his gun and has his hand on his gun when he walks up to my window mm -hmm. because it was registered to him and it was me driving. Yeah, I was on the gang task force list. So it's pathetic, even as a female, when you're with a biker, you get just as harassed by the cops. But why is it? And I wonder, because you work at the station, yeah. the gas station. I would like you to do this. Okay. Because you got to serve all the oinkers. Mm-hmm. Their coffee. I want you to ask them. I'll ask everyone that comes in. Why are they such pricks when it comes to bikers? And I'm not talking about the motorcycle enthusiasts here, not the rubbers. Why do they treat hardcore scooter tramps like shit? Or if somebody's in a motorcycle club, why do they do it? I'd like to get that answer. I'll ask. Hell, I would love... You know what? I debated uh, a sheriff in Lamira. I tore his ass up on air. Terry, I hope for your sake that they get this case resolved, and I hope for God's sake that guy goes to jail. Exactly. My last <laughs> comment is gone for some reason. Thank you guys again for the help. We're going to try to help. Uh, spit in their coffee, China Doll. Actually, I've told some cops I'll pee in their coffee. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> you know why they, you know what, you know why they don't take any food from uh, club parties? Because they know somebody's going to piss on it or, you know, put some shit in it, which I think is hilarious. I actually told one cop one time that I would pee in his coffee. His ass told me that'd be good for flavor. I'm like, you're fucking gross. Hopefully we can get some justice. I hope to God. You know what I would do, Terry, is put the phone number 
in the comments section. <laughs> and every one of you, if you can, call these fuckers and tell them we need justice here. We need justice for Jason and Rebecca. We need it. Because unless you guys want to keep on hearing about these hit and runs or situations like this, nothing's going to happen if you don't get involved. No. So if they want to hang up on her every day or not even answer the phone, (laughs) maybe we should get everybody else to do it. I'll call. It's my day off. I got plenty of time today. (laughs) And say, (laughs) I'll call every hour. You know what? Get out from underneath your desk. Stop pulling your peckers. And do your damn job. With MCs and bikers, they'll go on social media and look all kinds of shit up for a criminal case, but they can't see that this guy admitted he was an alcoholic? That this kind of shit happened? He can't do it? I think that's fucking terrible. So one of two options, that guy was either under the influence of either a drug or alcohol, or he was on his fucking phone. Either way, he was responsible. He was responsible, and the police report specifically states that he was responsible for the accident. Then frickin' do something about it. Don't sit there and play with your dick or do like they did in Uvalde and check your fucking social media all the frickin' time or use some frickin' hand sanitizer. Get this shithead and put him behind bars where he belongs. He killed two people. Because it wasn't an accident. When you kill two people, that's not an accident. It's not an accident. That's homicide. Vehicular homicide. Right there. And like you said, if it was a cager against a cager, they'd treat it Somebody be arrested. Somebody be behind bars right now. They need to do something about it. Stop playing with yourselves. Stop going, you know, and doing what you're doing on your social media, Mr. Officers there in Texas. Oh, I, and go figure, it's freaking Texas. I, they're good on going social media while they're doing cases, you know, and using hand sanitizer inside schools instead of, like, blowing the dude away that was, like, killing them people. Right. What the frick? Do your freaking jobs, Texas cops, I you never, losers. I never ride through Texas. I wouldn't fucking. I feel for it. all you people that live there. Get your numbers in right now. It's uh, time to get your porn on. It's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn on. All right, time to get your porn on, everybody out there. Get some numbers in right now. I'm going to choose. No, I'm picking a number. Oh, you're going to pick a number. I'm going to pick a number. I'm going to pick a number. Well, let, uh, let's see here. Mike says 77. We got to get right, we'll the hook up one. Mike. We'll hook up Mike. And then we'll go to uh, Rob, the uh, Grizz, and all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm going to say something to Mike. I never met him, but. Mikey's a good dude. Man. Dude, let me tell you. You got lucky, and thank God you're still here. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm getting all choked up over this crap. Stop it. What all do right. you got? 77 is, do you always dream of sex while you're sleeping? Hell, I dream of sex every 10 seconds. It's a known fact (laughs) that men think about their peckers every 10 seconds. It's a fact. I know it is. It's, it's, it, yeah. 
psychologist will tell you that too. <laughs> but do I dream about it during? Uh... You know what's sad? Dreaming about. Uh, I don't remember my dreams. I only remember bits and pieces. And it's bits and pieces where Matthew McConaughey's on top of you, right? No, I. If I've had sex dreams, I never remember them. Now you're a squirter. I wonder if you <laughs> squirt during uh, your dreams. I gotta look at it. I gotta look. No, my bed's usually dry in the morning. Sorry. Uh, Rob, four hundred. My bed's usually dry in the morning, so that's a sad state of affairs. So it obviously, sad... my dreams are not that good. Have you ever had sex with a virgin who turned out to be super wild? I had. You know what? I never. I don't like sex with virgins. Never have, never well, will. Basically, it's one of the, I, I think maybe they're talking more about, you know, you had sex with a virgin, she's no longer a virgin, and ends up being a super kinky bitch. <laughs> I actually had sex with a virgin and turned her lesbian. <laughs> I did, it's a fact! Maybe that's why I'm bi. Maybe. It's your fault. It's my fault. <laughs> she turned actual lesbo. <laughs> you obviously weren't any good. I uh, must not like, have been. She's like, mm, yeah, I'd rather be with a girl than you, Hollywood. <laughs> so, ladies, you ever want to turn gay, just hang out with Hollywood for a day. Oh, man. <laughs> You're yeah. just going to be gay. 65. <laughs> have you ever used your T-shirt to tie up your partner? No, because Hollywood won't let me. I don't like being even near tied up. So, if anyone wants to volunteer to be tied up by China... That ain't know. ever happening with Let me. Let me know, because I'll tie you up. Doesn't mean I'm going to stay in the room. I mean, I'll tie you up and maybe go have a sandwich. But <laughs> That's what she'll do to me. <laughs> I'm going to tie him up. She wanted to get to handcuffs. I was like, you know, I don't like being near them damn things. I know. I can't. That Well, I got. I don't need handcuffs. I got plenty of bandanas. Still I got like it. a whole drawer full of bandanas. Keep fucking dreaming. Well, I, 39 is three. I would keep dreaming, but I don't remember my dreams. That's the stupid part. <laughs> what do you got for number three? Oh, shit. I went the wrong way. Okay. Well, Here according to you, you like both ways. I have to, <laughs> I have to admit, China Dow could eat a putty better than better any than man. Better than you. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you got? Come on already. Um, uh, among all of your partners, that sexual partners that you have had. I can't remember them all. Would you have sex with one of them again? Oh, yes, I would. <laughs> yes, I would. Would that be my hair? Not Well, she was good. But there was this one named Julie. Oh, my fucking God, was she wild. And she was only a sophomore when I was a junior. And oh, this, that's because that's so far apart in years, stupid. I don't that's care. Like a year apart. She could freaking pounce, man. She was so crazy when I used to drive. She would jump on me, and I'm here over here trying to drive, and she going crazy. She was a freaking nympho, man. Hollywood couldn't keep up, and I was young, crazy, man. <laughs> but yeah, I would. I would. <laughs> A a my sex partners? Mm, yeah, there's one I'd do it again. <laughs> Randy's 22. Mm. Would you judge someone for their past sexual experiences? No, I wouldn't. Because I find it informing. I find it... Uh, I figure know. out what their past experiences, you know what their likes and dislikes are. Exactly. To be honest. 
Exactly. I wouldn't judge them. I wouldn't even judge them on how many that how many partners they've had. No, that's just stupid. I really think it's because uh, men they'll out there and bang anything. Y'all like be like, I had seven. Yeah, times ten. Yeah, seventy <laughs> people. Because men they'll put their freaking pecker in any hole they can find. Hey, there's one in the fence out there. Yeah, the fence hole. Anything. <laughs> Why do you think glory holes were made and invented? Because that's just how stupid men are. Yeah, but you think about it. You ever stick your dick in a glory hole and wonder who's really on the other side? You don't you know. know what? No, you just ruined the glory God, hole. God, did I just ruin the glory hole for everyone? Because <laughs> you don't know what's on the other you side. You know what? You do have a point, though. You don't know. You do have a point. <laughs> you don't know. It could be a dude. You don't know. Because while I was doing resource, uh, research on, on Pornhub, porn yeah, okay. there was a glory hole. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, they tricked him. His sister was on the other side. Oh, that's nasty. That's worse than having a dude on the other side. <laughs> Can you believe that he blew a nut in his sister's mouth? Did the sister know that that was her brother? Yeah, afterwards. Oh, they didn't tell either one until They after. didn't tell either one. Oh, my one. God, that's disgusting. Pornhub, you're nasty. That's disgusting. Terry, uh, numbers in the comments above. Make sure you guys check that out and call them cops. Dark is 14. <laughs> Have you ever role-played in an animal costume? Are you a furry? I, You people are freaks, man. What? Just wait till you see the, the pajamas I'm going to get for around Halloween time. We'll give Terry the last one today, 34. Oh, we got to hook up Terry. 34. What do we got? Have you ever tried sneaking into the fitting room to have sex? Like a dressing room? Right. In a store. A lot of people, they're into that voyeurism stuff where they like to Dude, I'd do it in a dressing room. You can't watch in there because there's, well, some of them might have cameras nowadays. Yeah, but we're not talking about Walmart and shit. We're talking about these fancy places. Yeah, going to like, you know, Lord and Taylor or something. Do those even fucking exist? I don't even know. Go into a dressing room and boink. I'd be doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I like my new word, boink. Well, guys, We're gonna go boink. don't forget to check out that number with Terry. Let's uh, try to get some justice here. I, I hope I hope a lot of people call that number. I swear. I swear. Terry, God, Terry needs justice. Terry, Terry needs closure. Yeah. If you don't let, get them some closure, man. Come on, guys. Just pick up the phone. And it give don't hurt help. to make one phone call. No, it doesn't. It takes five freaking minutes. If that and nine times out of ten. Hey, if it's like Terry, they won't answer. Ass nines they are. Fuckers.